Boomtron. 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 Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Netflix OGs get your groove on. We talk about it all, we could be wrong. Kill the better views like a Demogorgon. Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Just a few guys talking about the originals. Yo, pick a favorite show, we can put it on. We know it also, nothing's atypical. And welcome to episode 17 of the Boomtron podcast. I'm Diego. I'm joined again by Damon and Amy. You know, happy New Year's, everyone. I don't know if happy we've talked to everyone since then, but hi. I don't really like talking to you outside of this. I'll be honest with you, Diego. I got things to <laughs> listen, do. <laughs> listen, we're focused on Cobra Kai today, so my karate is like on a high alert today. So Your karate I'm, is? Yeah, my, kar- my karate. I'm ready. I mean, I got two trophies right behind me that say I won first place in two tournaments for karate. I mean, oh, I don't know. Participation awards. Cool. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what you got, <laughs> but those are two first first place trophies I'm, I'm more than happy to introduce you to should you need to and suddenly your love for this show becomes much clearer right now <laughs> i love He's, the show anyway i mean just he wants to be in the show yeah nah nah all right so we're gonna do a little something different we're gonna talk about shows that we watched on netflix previous to doing a, a little bit more of a deep dive into one show um it's going to we're gonna go episode by episode and kind of see how that goes Right. But everything else, we kind of just going to give you of what else we've watched outside of that that we enjoyed. I actually watched that leftover food show. Oh, it was pretty interesting. Like yeah? it, it was, it was better than I thought. So it was called Best Leftovers Ever. I mean, I, I give it a, a, a thumbs up. A, you know, not two thumbs up, one thumbs up, and it was informative. So okay, that's what I watched. Were, can I just ask one quick question? Mm-hmm. Were they leftovers that like people would really have, or were they like yes. gourmet kind of leftovers? Nope. Okay, there was All leftovers right. people would have. Okay. All right, I might check that one out then. What do you got, okay. Amy? So I watched uh, Tiny Pretty Things. It's a TV MA show, and it's another one of those shows that's about teens, but is not for teens, not for the kids. Um, it definitely kept you guessing the entire time. It was a mystery. I loved it. It wasn't until the end that they told you what actually happened, and there was a lot of misdirection throughout, and I felt like they did a really good job with that. And they ended the season with a new mystery, so I'm hopeful that they're coming back for season two. So Tiny Pretty Things, I loved I also watched season two, um, this is prior to Christmas now, but Home for Christmas, which was that show that I had watched uh, season one of and loved it. I love this show. I love this show. I love this show. I love the main character, the storyline. <laughs> a little bit. I love the town that she lives in. I love the side characters, just everything about it. I loved season one. It was my, you might have missed a few episodes ago. Season two did not disappoint. They wrapped it up really nicely. I'm guessing there will not be a season three. But again, I cannot recommend this one highly enough. Loved it. And then finally, I watched the last and final season of Sabrina. And mm. Um, mm. I was I was excited for the final season because I really enjoy this series. I was disappointed with how they ended it all, but I enjoyed getting there. So I enjoyed the final season. I loved the storyline. I was just disappointed with the ending even though it's probably how it should have ended. But that's that's what I watched. I watched those three, and I actually loved all three of them. So, Right, and I agree. I, I also watched Sabrina, and I really enjoyed that as well. Especially season three was probably my favorite out of yeah. all the seasons. Yep, I agree. And so I was really looking forward to season four, 
and I as well, I think we talked about this, you know, through messaging is the ending. Like the story in season four is really good and I enjoyed it. But the last like 10, 15 minutes of the final episode, I was like, man, come yeah, on. But, exactly. All right. Uh, and then I watched Transformers. I finally got to be able to watch it. Transformers Earthrise. So it's like the chapter two of the new trilogy that they put out on Netflix. And it's again, this is one of my top five for 2020. And it's still really high up there. I really enjoyed it. I really like the, the direction. Transformers kind of finally arrived on Earth. Uh, towards the end of the series, so uh, season, so I really enjoyed it. Looking forward to uh, the final part of this to see where it goes from there. All right, so, good deal. Yeah, really good. Warning! 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 All right, everyone. So we are going to go into a deep dive for Cobra Kai season three. We're going to go episode by episode, tell you what we liked, what we didn't like, our favorite parts, our favorite characters, everything that there is that that goes with Cobra Kai season three. And then in the one hour, six minute mark, we'll go into what we're looking forward to watching next episode. So stay tuned. Cobra Kai deep dive coming up. So, Damon, you want you want to take the lead here on uh, your, sure. your, your baby? For 2021, 2020, forever? Well, 2021 for sure. So we're going to deep dive into Cobra Kai. Season three, I thought was pretty good. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought there was a lot of backstory. So let's just, like I said, we'll kind of go episode by episode here. Episode one of season three, Aftermath. Miguel's fighting for his life, Robbie's missing, and Daniel and Johnny's reputation are in tatters as the community reacts to the West Valley brawl. It was a good way to start. I mean, we, we know we had a pickup to figure out what Miguel was doing. What was really interesting about the coma is he's having this fight inside of his head, and mm-hmm. it's really based on the All-Valley Tournament. And you kind of see this as his progression on how he's going to come out of the coma as he's kind of fighting in there, this you know one-on-one sort of sparring match. I like that as a device. I thought it was a good device for kind of getting him out of the coma. You know, we have that whole process... We also have Daniel's daughter, you know, going back to school and kind of, yeah. She's traumatized. Yeah, and I mean, Sam's having a tough time at it, and she's still got these these spots, you know, these spike cuts where Tori messed her up. So you got that going on as well. You have, you know, Robbie stealing the car from the dealership, super smart, stealing a bucket so that, like, they're not going (laughs) to find it right away. And then you have this interesting meeting going on, right, about whether this tournament is something that really should continue, right? Like, there's a lot going on in this first episode back. So, I mean, what did what did you think? I liked, I liked the whole kind of, like, impact that their little rivalry is kind of spreading throughout their community and how you kind of see, like, Daniel's son's car dealership is like affected by it and they have to kind of his his slope his slogan there was oh we karate we chopped the prices or whatever and yeah the wife's like we got we gotta get away from the violence <laughs> like we can't be associated with karate we're losing business da, 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 da. so i just yeah. i like how they kind of tie in you know not just focus solely on the rivalry between johnny and daniel's son and crease and everyone but it, it kind of sees like the fallout at the school, within the community, in the valley, like it's not just localized. It's like it's kind of spreading 
um, a little bit. And I, I kind of just like that about it. Yeah, I agree. I enjoyed that part, just seeing the impact, that it's bigger than just these kids, right? Mm -hmm. Like, everybody who was in school that day witnessed the fight. You know what I mean? So there was that. So I, I appreciated that view because I found that to be pretty realistic. That being said, I felt like there was way too much Sam in this episode. Um, I don't know why. I just felt like they focused a little bit too much on her and her trauma and everything that was happening to her after the fight. And I would have liked to have seen a little bit more. I mean, there's really not much you can do with Miguel other than show us the fight in his head. But I, I just felt like they focused a little bit too much on her and didn't spread it around quite as well as they could have in the first episode. It didn't draw me in. I can say I, that. I the think first that, episode didn't draw me in. I, I think that they're setting you up for, for later in the episodes with her, but it was a little bit pushed in our face. And I think that sometimes this show does that it, you know, it has some very good setups, but they kind of force a little bit, you know, cause again, what we're talking about is how bad is it for Sam going back to school? Because that's right. going to play, you know, uh, in the later episodes yes. for us. I also like the comment about, you know, Daniel being the real bully in, in high school. Yeah. There, there's a lot that goes on. That is a callback to the original, movies and and i think that's that's absolutely great i i was drawn in from the start I, I didn't mind it so much i you know again i thought there was a lot of sam but i i was okay with that i think johnny getting himself you know, you see how much johnny cares about miguel i mean he he's trying to get into the hospital he's torn up, man yeah you know messing himself up and stuff like that so you know again a, a decent start to uh, you know the first episode so that that was a little bit of aftermath and what we got into now nature versus nurture so that's going to be the, the second episode here and, and this is where daniel and johnny are going to kind of team up to find robbie miguel faces an uncertain future and crease tries to bring tori back to cobra kai my new favorite character of the season tori hmm. She's uh she's complex, man. Like she she definitely has a rough life and that definitely impacts. So you can see why later on and I'm sure we'll touch on it her and Robbie kind of connect really well, like automatically almost. I yeah. feel like they're, they're two lost souls getting together and probably going to make a lot of mistakes <laughs> along the way. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I uh <laughs> Considering how annoyed I was that Hawk was your guy last season, now I'm annoyed <laughs> that Tori's your girl this season because, and again, I can expound on it kind of as we move forward, but as I watched this episode, because episode two was full, this is when we start having the, the, the flashbacks for Crease, right? Mm -hmm. And as I'm watching them, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to feel badly for him. <laughs> oh, I'm going to feel bad for him. So I think that was the kicker part of this is we finally get Crease's backstory. Why is Crease Crease here? Right. And I think that it, it makes it makes me understand a lot more about what's going on in Crease's life and why he is the way I love a good backstory. Love a good backstory. I love a good backstory as well, but... I, it, a backstory that's trying to excuse present behavior, like, I okay, we can maybe understand it. Excuse it? That's a little different, though. So as I'm watching these crease flashbacks, I was like, nope, 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 not going to happen. Like, this guy, and maybe it's because we met him as an adult, right? And he was bad back in the 80s. You know, what I, like, from the moment I have ever experienced this character, he's a bad guy. 
Whereas Tori, as they start giving us some, some insight into her, I'm like, oh, oh, I see. And I kept thinking as the season went on, okay, so now we're going to see Tori and we're going to see her start to make better choices and redeem. I hope not. Mm. <laughs> I hope she's all in. Of course you don't. Um, so I, you know, I, I did start to feel for her a little bit. I, I, I think... have to say in this episode, though, I, I always enjoy the scenes when Daniel and Johnny are together. I really do. And this is another one where Daniel and Johnny get together. I think they're going to look for Robbie. I really mm -hmm. enjoy that. Um, I just think they play really well off of each other. And they, you know, they have these moments of, of truce between them. And they're just always fun to watch. So I did enjoy that in this episode. In this episode also, um, <laughs> I see Hawk. And I start to feel hopeful because I can see Hawk looking upset as kids are getting kicked out of the dojo because they don't want to kill a rat. And I'm like, yes, Hawk. Okay, here we go. This is all I wanted for him last season or, you know, the last soft. two seasons. Getting not, soft. Not soft. Like, you can be tough without being a bully. You can be. I never envision Hawk as a bully. I just, You're I, I don't kidding do me. You have nope. got to be kidding me. <laughs> I don't. I feel like we didn't watch the same show when you say we, things we did. Like I just I don't I don't feel like he's ever been a bully. So so what we well, get with Crease's backstory here is we get the start of it, right? We also get you know seeing Johnny's wife in rehab. We also get the the fight scene in the garage with <laughs> with Johnny and, and Daniel, which is also very very good. But this is where we see Crease taking care of Tori, right? This is the mm -hmm. setup to the new student where, you know, obviously Tori is getting bullied by the landlord and she is doing everything she can to keep her mom, you know, and, and family going. And, and this guy's giving her a hard time. And Kreese comes in and it's like, I will cut off your finger if you mess with this girl anymore. And that's awesome. Like, I, I feel like that works for what's going on. I also like the insight into, you know, Robbie you know, being at the rehab clinic and things like that. I enjoyed this getting to understand that Kreese is going into the army for good, that his, you know, what he did to save Betsy is good. Like he is, uh, he is, is he's lawful evil, right? That's kind of what we're saying. Like, I, I feel like what he was doing was, was a good thing in general. I, I enjoyed the, the backstory of that. And I, I'm, I'm on team Tori Crease at this point. The okay. one thing I will say that was funny is that, you know, a lot of these karate things are, are starting to get to me. Like, why is everyone a white belt? Like, haven't they? This is season three. Like, these kids have been doing karate for three years and they're all still white belts. It's brutal. I think that's just a detail. Up, they're, yeah, they're not doing like levels or anything. Nobody, nobody's even focusing on the karate at this point. They're literally just focusing on hurting each people other. up. Right, exactly. <laughs> but but they're, that's they're the not issue. white belts. There's no, no way but, that these kids are white belts. I think the belt is literally just keeping on the uniform at this point. I don't think they're looking at like levels or anything like that. There's never a, hey, we have our ceremony to get up to our brown belt. Like there's none of that happening. I don't need that. I just, I, I need a little bit more, um, just, just throw all of them with random belts then. Give them yeah. all green belts. Give them, give them all something. Just make me feel like we're at a dojo and let's say listen let's increase it just uh, you know a hard ass and he's like listen you guys aren't good enough you're still white belts after three years keep it moving right? yeah could be too. <laughs> i don't know the other thing i'm going to say about what you just said before though again yeah crease is 
taking care of Tori. He's a good dude. It's not to be a good dude. It's because she's a great fighter and he wants what her was, at the dojo. What was if he doing with Betsy a, then? If she was able, he is a different man than he was when he went into There's the There's still army. a little part of him there, though. No. There's still, nope. There's still no. a little good. He's if, Vader. If Tori was able to be at the dojo without having any of those other issues, like, or if, if Tori could somehow afford to be at the dojo, sure. He, he, if she was showing up, he wouldn't care what was going on. To, to but her, he wouldn't the know. The landlord's giving you problems. Right, but what I'm saying, even if she said to him, you know, my landlord's really giving me problems. Nah, decrease like, is going there beating luck. his butt. Nope. nope. Absolutely yes, not. 100%, 100% he is. I agree with Damon here. Nope. I think yes. even if she still affords it, and he, he mentions like, hey, my landlord's giving me crap, I think Crease would Crease is coming it. wrecking house. No. 100%. Maybe still for the same reasons of, I want to make sure she <laughs> He is coming here. wrecking house. No. Yeah. I I, yeah, well, I, we'll, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. I think Crease is definitely taking care of his students at that point. Um, especially Tori. There, there is still some good in him, I feel like. It will be interesting to see how it pans out. All right, so that's kind of what we got from, from episode two here. Um, you know, that, a lot of it was that backstory of Crease. And again, like a little bit of interesting note here, right? So we, we have um, his, uh, Crease's real son, right? Guest starring in the role yep. as David, who torments young Crease, which is, is always a fun little bit of trivia which i which i liked i thought those scenes played out extremely well in terms of i think they just did a very good job with them and, and the other thing is too is i'll make note is i, I thought they spent a, a fair amount of i wouldn't say money but effort on the vietnam stuff i, I think they were well done which I, I thought was great right all right so we're going to be now on to episode three now you're going to pay Daniel's tarnished public image takes a toll on his sales, leading to a takeover offer. Johnny tries to raise money for Miguel's surgery. The car wash was funny. I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> I think everything about Johnny in this episode was funny. Yes, yes. I mean, he's... The fact that he just doesn't know how the world works, which is crazy to me. Like, like I understand maybe he's a little behind. He doesn't have a phone, you know, those kind of things. But even just the fact that he goes for this job interview and then the guy is like, all right, you didn't mention your arrest. And then he's telling him and the guy's like, oh, and then he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, assaulting a minor, but whatever. And then he's shocked that he doesn't get hired. Like that kind of stuff. I, I, I so enjoy his character. Like when he's talking, he's like, I mean, hash brown, me too. But he's calling it a hash brown instead of a hashtag. And like, I love those things about him. But I, I felt like in this season, it was almost to the extreme where he doesn't understand how the world works. And I felt like that was a little bit over the top. The pawn shop, when he goes to the pawn shop to sell off his like old junk, and he runs into the same pawn shop owner, even though he went to a different pawn store yeah. shop. Yeah, yeah. Like those interactions right there, that pawn shop owner is hilarious. His yeah. dry, like sarcasm towards Johnny is great. Yeah, I agree. And so I, I agree with you. Johnny is, he plays the role excellently, like to the T, perfect. Yeah. So, so we have him in, in the first part of the episode, we have him meeting up with, right, with Bobby Brown, who's delivering a sermon at his church. Mm -hmm. And Johnny walks in the church, he's all drunk and then gets gets leg swept by the pastor, right? Right. Like, that's kind of funny. And then it was interesting how we got Sid and you get a little bit more of an understanding. Listen, we, I think we already knew that Sid's just not a good dude, right, at the end of the day. 
but how it all pans out with Johnny trying to do the right thing. And, you know, it's about Miguel. It's not about Johnny. That's why he wants the money from Sid and him taking the statue on the way out. Right. I, I thought that was well done, right? We're also getting this feeling of, you know, what Johnny had to live through as well. But there, there's a few things that I enjoyed. So we get Anoush, who I was glad came back, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, we have this this buyout of Daniel's business because his auto rival, you know, Tom Cole, right, secretly has this deal with this, you know, made up car company that you, you know what's going to, you know, we kind of start to feel what the story is going to be like, um, this Japanese car company, and they convince them to cut ties with the Russo's dealership. So we, we have all of that going on. I think at this point, the, the thing to mention too, is that we, you know, the surgery's coming up for Miguel and we, we, they do it perfectly. It is not Allie doing the surgery, which again was kind of what we were led to believe at some point. I guess a lot of the chatter was out there. And then again, we, we go right into this car wash fundraiser, but then Robbie's still in prison. Mm -hmm. So he sees the car wash on the news. He's getting beat up, right? Or beating people up wherever the case may be because of what's going on in juvie for him I, I think i don't like robbie i'm gonna tell you guys I, I just as a character i just don't like him that much he wasn't fighting back he was just getting beaten up at this point at this point he is but i just the, i just don't like him i, I have not, i'm not invested in him at all I, I don't know why that is i don't know if it's supposed to be on purpose i just i don't know is it because they're gonna bring him to you know we come find out what, what he's gonna do after but I'm just, I don't know what the end game is with him. I feel I mean, like it's going to be I think he's forced. a device. He's a plot device to, 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 he's like a final plot device to pit Crease against Johnny. Yeah, I guess so. So, so I, in this episode though. Mm-hmm. The, the, here's the one thing about Hawk though. The one <laughs> oh, bad thing about Hawk going. is, is him taking this money. You're going to tell me he's not You're going to tell me No, I just, I feel like taking the money was, was, was difficult here. Not just taking the money, beating that little kid up. Three on one. Yeah. But that's not being a bully. No, I just, again, I just, I don't. <sighs> he takes the money. That's the thing that I really just don't care. Like, listen, and, and in his heart, he's doing it for Miguel. It's not like he's taking the money to steal he's it for himself. He's doing it to get the credit for giving the money to Miguel. He's not doing it. Yeah, but why are they got... doing this for Miguel? Because they're nice kids. I don't see it as that, but okay. I don't what? necessarily <laughs> see them as being nice kids. I think it's one of those things where they're doing it because they think they have to do it. And they didn't involve any of the kids that he was tight with, that Miguel was tight with. So they feel left out. I understand. So you're saying that Hawk did this because he felt left out? I kind of feel like they thought they should have been involved in helping Miguel's surgery fund. I don't know. We, we don't see the back scene of did they ask and they just refused? Were they not asked at all? Like, that's where I'm left a little bit up in the air with this one. But they're rival factions. Like, Cobra Kai could have done their own thing. They could have had their own fundraiser if they wanted to raise money so badly. I guess they could have. I guess they could have. It was just easier to take the money, I guess. I guess. So you're... you. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> if your son came home and said... And he's totally beaten up. And he's like, 
oh god we had that car wash to raise money for that kid for that and kid that these, we didn't like but these yeah three other boys came and beat me up and stole the money you'd be so like just giving oh, him the money they needed the money bud like hey too bad hey, it's all going to miguel anyway at the end of the day oh, just hand nice. it over oh, this is why you're still a white belt <laughs> I again like that was probably the one thing that put me off on on Hawk. I, okay. I didn't love that, right? That was one thing I just definitely did not like about him. Cause I even think as we talk later on, I think he has every right to, to break Dimitri's arm, to be honest. Oh my with you. gosh. Oh my so, gosh. I'm not even like I'm not even upset about that. This is the one thing though that I feel like the taking of the money was tough for me. I, I just I don't think that he should have done that. Okay. So that All that right. that's what we get in this episode. Right. All right. So we're on to episode four, the right path. This is a little bit of a longer plot. So Daniel attempts to pitch an exclusive partnership with Doyona. Is that what they say? Doyona. Yeah, yep. Doyona. Okay doesn't go well but he's determined to find a way to make them agree despite not having a plan in place so this is where he's in japan mm-hmm. and we we start to see you know tomi village again and all that fun stuff right yeah. and mm-hmm. i like that oh see they called the title was the right path my title for this episode is filler because <laughs> this like this was an episode. Set up maybe. Set this, up maybe. Yeah, this episode was just to give people who watched the original show in uh, movies in the eighties yet another. I mean, there, there. Most of this episode was just little snippets and scenes from the eighties movies. Like it really was filler. It didn't do very much to progress a storyline, and the things that did progress a storyline were ridiculous i'm so sorry but that one little girl that he happened to save in the middle of a typhoon winds up being the awesome. person who's in charge of like international sales for doyona yep. hey, no. if you bring, if you put good into the world no. good will come back to you no. that was exactly. too easy episode that was exactly. too easy absolutely not absolutely that's good not. karma that's good i actually no. like that part of it i thought it it, it, it actually gives more feeling to the original movie as well as Cobra Kai. No, it just, it felt, it was just too gratuitously easy and too much of a filler. Like I would say half of the episode was flashbacks to the Karate Kid 2. And I just, that was my least favorite Karate Kid movie. I just, I just didn't like that because I didn't feel, I felt like it was too easy to have her be the person who was going to save the day. And it, yes, it was nice and nostalgic reading all those letters well, from Mr. Miyagi. But, to but it finally, and... it finally shows how proud he was of Daniel because Daniel was having some difficulty with the death. And, you know, it's that whole thing about how, you know, well, they're not always gone, right? The bartender makes that point. Mm-hmm. I thought the letters brought that out. I thought that was good. Yeah, no, and like I said, that was a nice little thing there, but I didn't. I just didn't feel that we needed the whole episode. I didn't, like, he could have just been home, and the woman could have sent him the letters. Hey, I thought you might like to read these letters. I don't know. It just, it all seemed, this episode just seemed too, too ridiculous for me. And then, wow. meanwhile, at home, Johnny and Robbie just can't get it together, and it that makes me crazy because they're if they would just say the things that need to be said, they'd be but fine. But that's real life. It is real life, but again, I just I felt like 
I don't know. And then Sam getting the Miyagi-Do kids together. This whole episode, for some reason, just the whole thing rubbed me the wrong way. It just didn't, it was just too much. I don't know. For some reason, this episode stuck out to me. I, I like the interaction between Johnny and Robbie at this point, right? Johnny is not ready to be that father just yet, and you're kind of seeing it as he tries to interject himself in the community mm-hmm. service. And it's just, it's not there yet. Johnny's not ready yet. And I think that's what we're kind of seeing here. And I think that's what we're meant to see here that, you know, neither one of them is really ready yet for that. So the, the other thing that, that kind of is tough for me is, you know, Hawk messing up Dimitri's science project here. All right, man. That's like, a bully move. That's a bully move. That was a bully move. There, there's there's absolutely no reason for that. I, I can't defend that action with any sort of reason. Just but, you, but you they, justify him breaking his arm? They started that fight. Oh, my God. 100% they started that they fight. They went the looking whole... for a fight. I don't know if he had to break his arm, man. That Like, that's a, that's assault at that point. Like, the fight, whatever. What, what do you mean? You're saying the fight's not assault? Listen, you have to dis... Um, you, you have to just go past any sort of police in- interaction at this point, right? Like what assault is and what isn't, because that's not what we're doing here, right? It, it, it's all assault, right? <laughs> breaking arms or not breaking arms, it's still I all mean, assault. I, I, would, I, would, I would, you know, say that the other one's more of a, you know, sparring. It's, it's assault. Fighting. But now you're, Look, like, you're breaking limbs. Now, like, you're, you're hey, crossed the line. I feel no, like at that point. no. They yeah, started that man. fight. They started that fight. There they was did. no reason they had to start that fight. They went look- hey. Well, actually, no, because they were at the guy at the one kid's job messing with him. And okay, they, like jumped over the uh, counter, so they technically started. The but fight. they weren't fighting. They were they were not fighting. They were vandalizing, maybe, but not fighting, right? So anyway, there were some fighting actions instead of words. There was some st- stealing? <laughs> I don't know about that. So we also have the soccer game too, right? That- which is where, <laughs> which is funny, ridiculous. <laughs> it's funny. It was funny, and, and and you can see that it's just set up to to just really just pile on Miyagi Do at this point because they're the only ones that get punished. But it, it is kind of funny. Like I, I don't know, I I enjoyed that. Part I will say that as Hawk's well. real funny. Like in the cafeteria, that one cafeteria scene when like the teacher comes and she's talking to him, and he's like, "I just feel like they've come and invaded my safe zone." <laughs> like, it's just it's funny. Yes, that's why I like him as a character. I really, truly do. Like I said, I think that they they start, they finish that fight. They finish that fight. Hundred percent. When when Dimitri's arm has to get broken, that fight is finished. I mean, that's what else are you doing there? Listen, think about where they are too. Can they just walk away and get out? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Sometimes you, you gotta you gotta make yourself safe at that you point. Gotta that's a, all. You gotta send a message. I got you. I don't even know if it's send a message. I no, just say keep, keep, protect message. yourself. No, that's you gotta send, protect yourself. You don't need to man. protect yourself at that point. He's down <laughs> on the floor. You he wasn't just... on the floor. He's being held up by two of the other Cobra guys at that point. No, when he's breaking his arm, he has them on the floor, face down. No, I thought it was one of the other kids. I thought he flew in and then like snapped the arm. No, Didn't they already no, have no. Dimitri yeah. backed up. He had him pinned down. Like, hey. like his arm bent back and then he like snaps it like Gah. yeah right he doesn't want him chasing him after or getting up and hurting him and to yeah. be fair you're <laughs> saying that they just came in out of nowhere no no yeah pretty much no hawk hawk and his buddies were stealing stuff from kids they went yep. behind the counter they stole stuff yep. and then the kid behind the counter i think his name is chris he texted them and he's yep. like Hawk is here, and they are messing everything up. So yep. Hawk started it with his behavior. No violence, though. 
talk with no violence at that point. No right. violence, but like, so the, again, the, the, you're at this place with your family, and this guy steals your kids' tickets and goes behind the counter. Am I and fighting steals him? The toys. No, you're not fighting him, but are you going to be like, oh, look at those funny kids? Do, <laughs> do, do I want? Do I want to go? Hey, somebody else fight him? Come no, on. no. Come you on. could they, they, pay back. They, they ramped it up with the fight, I feel like, and hey, that that's 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 what had to happen, I guess. When you put bad into the world, bad will find its way back to you. Oh, will you stop it, <laughs> Zen Master? My God. Uh, so the other thing that happened in this in this episode was Daniel fights Chosen over in Okinawa. So they, they finally Is that there. this episode or the next one? No, that's, that's episode five. One. That's episode yeah, five. That's, Isn't that's that what episode we're talking five. about? Nope. No, we were still on the end of four. We're still on oh, the Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's my, jump into the five. I jump had into my five. notes. Okay, we'll jump into five. I had my notes a little mixed up. Sorry. But, so, yeah, five so is Miyagi-Do, and in this episode, we're in Okinawa. Daniel's spending time with an old friend and an old enemy who has much to teach him. The dueling dojo's rivalry comes to a nasty head. So I think that because we were talking about the broken arm and all that, which was in this episode, I think that's what kind of got you thinking we were there. Already. Okay, okay. So the the whole fight, again, with him, like, you are grown men. Stop Wait, which one are we it. talking about? When Daniel is fighting the guy. Chosen? Cho- yeah, yeah chosen. chosen. Oh, my goodness, chosen. that's great. The honking of the nose is such a callback. Wonderful. It, it's, it, oh, gosh, that was good. I loved it because it showed, like, that Daniel doesn't know everything about Mr. Yep. Miyagi or Miyagi-Do or any, like, mm-hmm. there's just parts of it. That either Miyagi didn't tell him or kept them away from it or whatever. I like, think he so- kept them away from it. I think he didn't need to know the the killing part of it, yeah. right? And the pressure points and, and all the, that. The, but- the, the, the offensive side of Miyagi, though, right? Because the whole yep. time, you know, Daniel Sun paints Miyagi, though, as defense. You know, only when you are attacked kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, Chosen kind of o- opens his eyes a little bit. Like, yo, you're not the know-all, end-all of Miyagi, though. Like, you're not an expert. Like, chill. <laughs> Chill, bro. Yeah. Chill. And I thought that this is where the setup was going. I thought Chosen was going to be the one that was going to help him with the dealership, which is a good misdirection. I thought there was a lot of good kind of mis- misdirection at this point. Um, <laughs> this is also where we get to see Anthony uh, for the first time, right? Everyone disliked him as a character in the first season, so he's kind of put on the back burner but we get to see him kind of come in and kind of make fun of his sister because she gets in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. So I I like the chosen scenes. They both look old, man, from from the first oh, movie. Absolutely. But I I did like how you know the honking of the nose. I thought that was a great callback, and and all that fun stuff. So this is where again where. You know Amanda gets a little bit more involved. Where she, you know. <sighs> You know, all of all of that where Robbie gets past his, you know, situation and, you know, he doesn't get ratted out, which is, man, that's difficult. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. About I, I, don't, I don't know how about the, the whole push of the, the no snitching thing, I feel like, in, in this situation, but let that aside. And then this is where we get Yuna, the, the character device that, Amy hates even though it was super awesome because it makes this scene with the typhoon like even better now in Karate Kid Part 2 obviously Yuna is a senior vice president and she's going to take care of the Russo Auto boom bang all done that's all wrapped up ready to go now she also slaps Crease Amanda so Daniel's wife slaps Crease the other thing too is it was interesting that we don't get a lot of 
I thought they were going to force a little bit more. Is Daniel's marriage safe? Which they did not. Which I was happy about. I, I was. I thought they were going to go in that direction as well. Yeah, I was happy that they didn't. Um, to be honest with you, and this is where we also finally get Allie's friend request. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> which sets us up for episode six, which just made me laugh out loud. Johnny getting his King pictures for Cobra. Facebook may have been the best thing I've seen in a long time. Yes. <laughs> yes. So this is I mean, Miguel helps on. Johnny craft the perfect social media message. This is King Cobra and Kree scouts new recruits while Daniel and Amanda try to shut down Cobra Kai. So what I like there, just jumping on what Amy said, where he, Miguel and Johnny are trying to craft this message because Johnny wrote like a 10-page Facebook <laughs> message to Ali. Yes. And Miguel's Nothing like, you, you cannot send that. It sounds like a creep. He's like, well, it's not like, oh, no, Miguel's like, well, at least you didn't like all her pictures. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, crap, I did. Right, right. It was hysterical. Yeah. And then when he's like, uh, we should take some new pictures, he's like, oh, I don't think I have any body grease. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> Just I, I, hysterical. I think that we also have this, now this flashback back to Vietnam again. Uh-huh. Right? So this is where Kreese gets called into the special forces. Right? So he's got to do some special op mission. And then he teaches him. Tang Sudo, which is what he, you know, learned in Korea. This comes from Captain Turner. And then we also have this whole setup at the Cobra Kai dojo of the new students, right? Mm-hmm. So Kyler and Brooks. And again, we're led to believe that in the trailer that Hawk is beating up Kyler, but in theory he's beating up Brooks, right? Right. I don't I don't like Kyler at all, right? <laughs> like, uh, I agree, man. I was hoping I was hoping Hawk was gonna fight him. I think he will eventually. But here's the thing: when Amanda goes and Daniel go to the police station to file the restraining order, Increase already has one out on Amanda because she slapped him, and the right. police are like, "Yo, this dude's a good dude. He was in the war." <laughs> that is such a great way to take care of the police intervention because pretty much what they're trying to do on top of you know them feeling helpless by not being able to do anything is also saying this is why the police aren't involved in all these brawls because they respect crease so and then we have the dojo we got tori defeating sarah brooks and hawk which is what we just talked about and hawk goes to town on brooks for bullying him Right, this is, this is you know. Brooks I'm not even mad about Hawk. the way he fought him, man. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. So if you're going in and you're not mad about that, you can't be mad about anything Hawks doing in the previous. Not, what about, well, Dimitri didn't bully him. Dimitri beat him up after the Hawk and like fought him, man. What are you talking about? They fought each other. Dimitri yeah. didn't want to fight Hawk. I don't know. Anyway, and then so- Hawk spits on him. Yeah, that's a little much. That's a little much. You can't do that. I would agree. <laughs> Definitely. So did. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everything. And again, you are apparently the karate master. I do not have trophies here at my house for karate. But my understanding is that it's a very disciplined sport, right? It's very disciplined. There's a lot of rules. There's these kind of things. What's happening at that dojo is not karate yeah they're using moves but they are literally just beating people up this this the the karate and i'm making quote marks in the air here the karate that hawk hawk has been doing throughout 
once it he left the positive people is just beating people up. It is so, not about karate. It depends on what sort of tournament that you're talking about. A full contact tournament, which is what this all valley tournament is, it gets pretty dicey in, in, in a full contact tournament like that. So I, I don't necessarily agree there. I mean, you could say MMA, which is a sport, is the same thing, right? Like, I, I don't I don't necessarily think that what they're being taught is anything but point scoring on a full contact tournament. And the spitting? You know, like, excuse me? And the spitting? Oh, I don't agree with the spitting. I, the spitting is a little much. But again, this is a plot device to, to show how how low Hawk has gone, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. My, in my notes here, I wrote, I'm not calling him Hawk anymore. I'm calling him Mini Crease. <laughs> because that's where he is. That's who he is at this point. There is nothing redeemable about him at this point. Wait, is this, is this also when we get the snakes in the dealership as well? No. Um, oh, maybe. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. All right, so this is the one thing we do know is we start to find out what, who we think um silver is going to be right from karate kid three we, we feel like we start to get a taste of his relationship with crease and the vietnam flashback at this point right so the team's captured after crease being the the good dude that he is is, is hesitant to set off a bomb because he doesn't want to kill ponytail who's killed anyway right mm -hmm. um so turner blames crease for their capture blah 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 and then this is kind of funny. So this is where they, they talk to Daniel and Amanda say, okay, well, we're going to just get him kicked out of his place. And they go to Armand, who's the, um, who owns the buildings and tries to get Kreese kicked out. And Armand, again, looking for a fight, brings in his two bodyguards to take him out. And Kreese just beats them down and then goes back. And this, this must be, because this is where we, we get the, you know, we think that, the snakes are in response to that, but in reality, they're actually in response probably to the fact that she slapped him. Um, so Armand tells him the deal's off. And this is the thing. They place a live cobra. It's not like this is like a gardener snake. Right, it's right. a cobra that they're putting in there, and then everyone's running out of the dealership. I mean, it's a good, funny revenge sort of thing. I don't know if you'd do it with a cobra, but like if they had brought some like just... Garden snakes? Yeah, gardener snakes. Like, yeah, but again, nah, that's not man. crease at this point. It's like it's like breaking the arm. You gotta send the message. Yeah, but the breaking arm isn't killing him. No, cobra could be killing people. You don't know. You don't know. I mean, I, I I guess not. So so that's what we have in this episode, King Cobra. Well, we're setting a lot of things up at this point. So that's the sixth episode. So now we're on to. This word I can't pronounce, so we let Diego try to pronounce this. And this is the seventh episode where Daniel spends some father-daughter time with the traumatized Sam, and Johnny plans to form a new karate dojo, but this, but struggles to come up with a cool name. Obstaculos. Okay. I, I, the fact that he wants to call it Cobra Kai Club and start each word with K's, and somebody <laughs> has to say to him, no, that would be KKK. You cannot name it that. Like, again, this is just a great... A, just such a good so it's so Johnny it's just so Johnny so <laughs> Eagle Fang which is a pretty awesome name right so they're, they're in the park they're doing a thing Miguel's doing physical therapy he's getting better um, is this the episode where we get him at the concert or are we am I ahead of ourselves here 
Uh, I don't remember per se, but the thing is, this is where they're, they have to go up and, and try to get the All Valley tournament back on, right? Right, right. Uh, and this is where Sam's having her pan attacks and doesn't know about defending herself. And then Hawk is being pally with Kyler, which I don't like. And then Miguel's back to school, right? Yes. Okay, so this is where that whole re- recruitment drive of Johnny's, and he goes to school, which is crazy how he just rolls into school, right? But they, you know what? You know what's nice about all this is that everything that we like. Well, how does Johnny roll into school? They address all of it. He even says, "Like, well, because I went to school here, like I know how to sneak in, right? Like everything that you kind of go, oh, that's kind of weird, or oh, that's kind of weird." They try to at least address, which I think is funny. I think this is where Yaz, uh, Yasmin, and Dimitri kind of get together a little bit. <laughs> the the counter mm-hmm. graffiti of the cast, I guess. Right. right. Um, you know, Daniel training Sam to beat her fear. Yes, the fishing trip, which seemed a little ah. Uh, um, and this is where uh, it, it's just it's it's so funny it, yeah the, this is where we get cobra kai coming in with eagle fang eagle fang is just it's so funny and then crease tries to offer you know johnny to come back to cobra kai and, and all that fun stuff so i think it's interesting how badly crease wants johnny to come back like he, he he asked him more than one time throughout the season to come back to Cobra Kai because he wants and, to win and he sees no, not having Johnny no, as no, not a win. No, no, I don't see it as that at all. I think he has a <laughs> God, friendship with him. I think that he's raised him when he didn't have Sid as a terrible dad. Crease feels responsible for Johnny. He wants to bring him back into the family as he always was, and I think that that's what it is. You know. There's a lot of things that we don't necessarily know what Crease is thinking because the story isn't about Crease per se. But, you know, does he want to bring Johnny back because maybe he feels like responsible for him? I don't know. That's the way I feel about it, though. I think he cares for Johnny. I think he made a mistake after the tournament, without a doubt. Um, but again, if everyone else can grow, why can't Crease grow a little bit, too? Because he doesn't. We don't know that, though. He could be Vader. We don't know. Mm. He could be Vader. We don't know how this all turns out or ends or whatever that is. Um, Yeah, so that's how I view it. I I think that he wants him back. Um, And again, this is where he's, you know, he's out. They throw the crutches away with the wheelchair and all that stuff, that feel-good moment. And um, he, he runs into Dimitri, and he is starting to understand what's going on with Hawk and and you know, what happened between, you know, the Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai at this point. Okay. All right. So next we have the good, the bad, and the badass. Informed that this year's All-Valley Tournament is being canceled, the three competing senseis attend the city council meeting to save it. The most unrealistic part of what I feel like is this season. There's no way that this does not get canceled. Right. Absolutely. There's no way. The the only thing is that again, they they do a good job. What we're what they're trying to do here is is that they're saying, well, maybe there's a waiver they need to sign, right? Like they're trying to do something, right? We see Robbie and Tori at the probation office together, so they start to feel like, you know, you understand a little bit more that yes, you know, maybe they have a better you know relationship than we thought. 
we we have the restaurant scene we have johnny staying with carmen we have ally being ally which is great I, I i loved how she tells them that they're both kind of the same right that's that's where we're at now i feel like right isn't that the episode that we're on i had that as episode nine oh, i had episode, episode nine? eight as right. where they were all like with meeting with their different it's things just, in episode okay. eight i wrote down this was where johnny gave that speech where he said the goal isn't to hurt other kids and being a badass isn't the same as being a bully Mm, and I okay. wrote that down for episode eight because I loved that speech. I was like, Johnny finally gets it. Yeah, Johnny so th- they're it. all appealing this this All Valley cancellation. I think it, that's probably what most of it is. And then Amanda gets thrown out pretty much. Yes. And then, <laughs> yep, Johnny and Daniel are going to side against Crease and then, you know, blah, 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 blah. But then Miguel comes and, and Sam and they, you know, give a speech. And yeah. Miguel talks about being bullied and, you know... There will always be bullies and how karate is helping them. And, and right. this is the tournament is back on, which obviously it had to be. Yeah. So, and I think I think episode eight kind of morphs into episode nine there, which is why yep. I think I was a little. A little so this is where, where Robbie, though, sees Sam and Miguel kind of hooking up a little bit at the Miyagi-Do dojo. He sees them put their arm, his arm around her. That's what he sees. They're not hooking up. He, he doesn't see anything. They're eventually going to hook up, though. But you know I what? Mean, but they wouldn't have I mean, if he would have stayed and talked. I mean, they were about to hook up. I yeah. don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Weren't they on the ground, arms no, around each like, other? They were they were sparring. Quotation but I thought marks. that he throws her to the ground and, and part of that sparring. No, no. He like Mm-mm. gets her in some kind of hold and she has his back, her back oh, towards hold, him yeah, kind of okay. thing. Like, almost like a hug kind of thing and... That's what yeah, I, I do like though that we get the good Johnny with with Carmen, right? Yes, and, yes. And we don't get the kiss with Allie, mm-hmm. um, which is good. The television Let, gets beat down, which I don't understand why that has to happen, but okay. I don't <laughs> right. either. Let me just say, Elizabeth Shue is just as phenomenal as she was in the. Yes. She is fifty-seven years old. She looks darn good. That is bananas. She's adorable still, and I. <laughs> Like, I'm looking at her, and I was like, I need to see how old she is, because there's no way she was, like, 10 when she was in this the first time. And I was like, oh, my God, she's 57 years old. So, Don't we all <laughs> wish we could look that good? <laughs> all right. So the other thing is we also get the ending where Robbie ends up at Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Saw that boy, coming. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. All right. So then we're on to episode nine now. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. All right. Which again is morphed a little bit, and this is it's Christmas time in the valley, right? And romance is in the air. Daniel and Miguel find common ground, and the Cobra Kai recruits go on a mission. It's where they steal the snake. Right. Well, Robbie mm. steps up here, and here's here's kind of where like Hawk kind of loses a little bit of the I guess street cred within the Cobra Kai's. You know, you got the new recruits. You got mm-hmm. Tori, you got Robbie, they go in, and then, like, the one guy forgot to bring the hook to crab the snake, and they're like, oh, we got to get out, we got to get out. And Robbie, you know, comes through, and he's the one that steals the snake, gets all the credit. Meanwhile, everyone's like, forget Hawk, you're, you're a punk. So do we feel like this is why Hawk leaves? Like, is this why Hawk turns good? Is, there, is the reason Hawk turns good not because he wants to turn good, but because of this? I think it's a little bit of it. I think it's just a combination of the new recruits, the people he kind of 
grew up with, or not grew up with, but kind of grew within Cobra Kai are being kicked out. I, th- it's like I think it's a combination of everything that he thought was gonna be Cobra Kai, and it's not the Cobra Kai he expected, where he was the alpha, mm-hmm. and now he's kind of not like his his reign of terror is kind of being challenged by the new recruits, by Robbie, even by Tori a little bit. Mm. And and this is where they do go to lunch and Johnny and Allie and where there's a lot of impact on the original Karate Kid, which is interesting, right? A lot of things that Johnny apologizes for, a lot of miscommunication, right? A lot of things that we learn, we learn about why Daniel and Allie really broke up from both mm-hmm. sides, yeah. which is which is great, right? To understand that. And, and understand that, you know, Daniel's not necessarily always the good guy. It was it was on him why they broke up. Yeah. And 100%. I and I think that's something that I do. We've mentioned it numerous times, even in this episode of the podcast. The idea of putting Daniel's son into the light of he's not the hero 100%. Or he's not right. the good guy. 100% mm-hmm. the good guy. He's just a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Or the bully. I think he's both. I think... Yeah, I think I think Ali nails it at one point where she says you guys are more alike than you guys yeah. think. And I think Absolutely. she's she's 100 percent right. I mean, obviously, I guess Johnny is just a little bit more aggressive or a more. Well, think about it. it. They talk about being in the bathroom, right, where Daniel turns the water on Johnny. Mm-hmm. Why? He could have just walked away, but he doesn't. So that's interesting. I like this, like I said, to to give us a little bit more of insight she definitely breaks into it what down. everyone was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode too. And again, like I said, I like that nothing happens between Johnny and Allie. Mm-hmm. Y- you wonder, though, what Daniel thinks. Like, you wonder if he's like, man, I'm really messed up. I should have been with Allie. Like, I kind of had that weird feeling going on. Oh, I don't think so. I feel like he and Amanda are really solid. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just it see it seemed interesting. I, I this is where Eagle Fan and Miyagi Do are proposing joining forces. Um, now it is this. Have we already gotten past where Crease lets his uh, what's it called go, or is that in the in the next? I feel like where when they're in Vietnam and we have Crease, that's the next episode, right in the beginning of the next episode, which is they call December nineteen, right? Mm-hmm. So this is where old wounds begin to heal at the country club holiday party, but a brutal assault by Crease, a student, leads to new betrayals and alliances. So this is where we get Crease, who's P.A.W., right? And this is an interesting scene here. And again, my, my take on it is probably a little bit different. So we get where he has to fight to the death against his compatriot, who happens to be the commanding officer, and they're rescued, and he lets him fall into the pit of snakes right which he doesn't is where we let get him fall into the pit of snakes he makes him fall into the pit of snakes he steps on yep. his hand mm-hmm. and am i mad at this i don't think so you, you so so <sighs> i can understand you're not being mad at it i mean i and, was but again and, that that right there showed like so don't try to tell me that crease is a good guy you, underneath it all he's not he makes a choice he doesn't but see, save him he doesn't nope, help him he literally kills him. This is what I feel like. I feel like if he reaches down to save him, that dude's flipping him into the snake pit. That's a real good point, man. Without so a doubt. So then just walk away. So then That's... just walk away. 
I think no. he's going to kill him. I think he he's going to kill Kreese no matter what because of what happened after that. There's no doubt. They're in Vietnam. He's killing Kreese. I think he has to off this dude. <laughs> I think he's going to kill Kreese. Okay. I mean, that's my feeling. So, I, I again, like, I was wor- even though I know Kreese is in the present, I'm worried that Kreese is going to reach down and try to help this dude get flipped into the snake pit. And I'm like, don't do it, man. Don't do it. <laughs> I could, you know, I I could see that that the 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 colonel, whatever he was, yeah, um, that dude definite, was a mean dude. If he, he, he if he he was the original Crease, he yes, because I think even if he survives, he's going to make Crease as his like he's gonna put he's gonna kill Crease. It maybe it's in a mission, so or he's gonna ruin under. his life because he's gonna be. He's gonna I don't even think orders, he's that sort of dude. He's gonna send him into all some. That stuff. He's gonna send him into an unwinnable situation that will kill Crease. That's what I think. Okay, so I can agree with you that that is a possible outcome here. And I can agree with you that that may be the motivation behind what Greece does. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's outside the realm of possibility. However, I think that this is the scene that shows us that there really is no redemption for Greece. He's just, like, there is, there's nothing. He makes this choice, and then this is who he is now. And there's not going to be a... Because he really doesn't seem to even be thinking about it. Like, oh, what do I do here? It's just boom. Oh, they're out. bombing. He, does he have time to... Re- like, we're not in Kreese's head, right? Because, again, this is not about Kreese, per se. So I don't know. Right. I don't know. Um, I, I thought it was interesting. I, I'm actually... I, I like the character development for Kreese, no matter which way we think it's developing or why. Okay. I think they get a good job at the development. Oh, they definitely did. Uh, of, Absolutely. Of and again, any criticisms I have are just these things. Like, this show is a great show. It's a great show. And the things that they do with the characters are amazing. Um, but I just, I have a hard time saying, this, like, oh, this is, yeah, he's just, he's a good guy at heart. He's not. He's I mean, not. was Darth, would you have said Darth Vader was a good guy at heart before he throws the Emperor in? Uh, at the beginning, man, no. No. He he killed he killed a school of students. Right, yeah. But I was know. he redeemed? Uh, I don't know. That S- he say was somewhat. I don't think that he's the force thinks he end. was. Nah. But the force doesn't. Are you greater than the force? I mean, I'm just saying. Okay, yeah, I'm just saying the force I mean, before thinks. Before you is. knew he killed that school of children, you thought he was redeemed by the end of episode six. Yeah. Yeah, and the for, and the force says he was. Anyway, listen, this is this is this is all in this made up world for me, right? Like, right. look, I wouldn't want. I, I think I think Hawk is somewhat justified in some of the things he does. Yes, it's not a good thing to break anybody's arm, but I think in the the story itself, I think there's some justification. Why. I could see why. Like I said, I mean, I don't think of Hawk as a terrible character in this story, right? Because what this is is a story, right? Not real life. Correct. Because again, in real life, dude, the school. Think about it. You guys are both teachers. That happens at your school. Oh, forget it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we have to suspend some disbelief. And again, there is some backstory here. So there, there's a lot that goes on here um, that I, I enjoyed. We, we get this union. We see Cobra Kai raiding the house. And what's interesting about this is originally supposed to take place outside. And it was so cold that they actually end up doing it in the house, this brawl, which I think is awesome. Here's the other thing. Kyler should be wrecking house. He's a wrestler that now knows karate. He is Mr. MMA when there is no MMA in this universe because, again, all these kids are getting tapped out by Brazilian jiu-jitsu at the end of the day in any of these fights. But here's the thing. 
I think I don't like Kyler. I just don't like him. I didn't <laughs> like him from the beginning. I didn't like him when he was dating Sam. I think that's what, and they did a great job at it. We kind of forget about that, right? Like that's how mm-hmm. we're introduced to this kid is him kind of being a jerk at Daniel's house. And I like that. Like that's who they've used to kind of set this up. So I think there was a lot going on in the first season that's been helpful towards, you know, what we're, we're talking about. I also think I like the way that they've, kind of integrated terry silvers you know part of karate kid part three who we assume who that is right because again we're making assumptions and they do have some misdirection going on but we're all pretty you know think that this is what's going to happen here i love that i love how they took something i really enjoyed and fleshed it out in in a very good way like I'm, i'm not like I'm, I, I get it. Like I get it all. Like I, I know Amy again. This is this is more in fun, but I get everything. Right. Like I get how it all gets put together. Yes, you don't necessarily love the girl from the typhoon, but man, it makes me feel like okay, I I like that. This is very like Gravity Falls to me. I can watch Gravity Falls every day, all day, and yes. I'm always like whoa i totally forgot in episode three they did that and it's the callback is in the last episode or i forgot they did that in episode seven and the callback is you know the next season like there's a lot of that there that is very strong nostalgia and i think that they did a very good job it all fits very good job at that yep it all fits it does and, and then we also get Daniel not killing Crease, even though Crease was gonna kill johnny right does Crease is Crease really gonna kill johnny i don't think he was right he has the sigh Right, but the, the sai is not a killing weapon. At the end of the day, right? That's that's used for breaking swords and things like that. It's not like he picked up a knife. He picks up the sai. I mean, was he gonna knock was, him unconscious? I, I think you could kill somebody him. with it. You can kill somebody with that. And I think Chris I mean, could have killed him. But the, the, here's the thing: we have a wall full of weapons, and he takes a weapon that is not meant to kill. At the end of the day, that, that the, the sai again, they're they're not meant to kill. They're not sharp. It's not like it's a knife. It's not sharp. They're, they're for sword breaking. So I don't know. Was he going to knock him unconscious? Yeah, okay, maybe. I don't know. Was he going to kill him? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I don't know. Who knows, though? It's it's interesting, though, that we get Crease calling somebody, which we're presuming is Silver. We do not know. Um, this is going to be interesting, because does this mean we get the dude from Karate Kid 3 coming back as well? I would love that. Would love that. If we could bring back, I also want to see Hillary Swank. I'm not going to lie to you. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if we could get Hillary Swank back too, boy, oh boy, that would be. Now, so what I originally heard was, is that, so Mike Barnes is the fellow I'm talking about from Karate Kid 3, the one that fights Daniel in the mm-hmm. tournament again, where Daniel is presumably too old to be in an under 18 tournament. But, you know, again, people have tried to explain that timeline away too. So anyway here's the thing like call back everybody get hillary swank back (laughs) like give us everybody i mean it wasn't a great movie but it's still part of the miyagi verse right and i mean are we gonna see mike barnes i I would be very disappointed if we didn't but this is the interesting thing i thought this was gonna wrap up in season four i truly did now what i've heard rumors of is that that is not the case they're talking about a season five and i'm a little disappointed in that because I want this to end well and right. not be society. Again, that will forever be the bane of my Netflix existence. I don't want to get society on this one where we don't know what happens at the end. Right. Right. So I and I don't I don't think that'll happen. I don't 
I cannot imagine a world in which this gets canceled before it's wrapped up. Um, but there's the piece of it too where are we now continuing with episode after episode, season after season, just to cash in on the popularity? Or are we able to make quality well, shows? Well, what happens when, so what's going to, again, what we can envision happening is Silver comes back for whatever reason. Maybe they stretch that storyline into two seasons. That's the only thing I can think of right here. Right. Is that because I feel like once this storyline between the three dojos is wrapped up, that we're kind of done. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe that's a two season arc rather than a one season arc, and, and that's maybe what I'm missing here. I'm not it sure. Be. It could be. But overall, I, I enjoyed the season as I thought I would. Um, again, a lot of nostalgia, a lot of callbacks, a lot of things I really enjoyed. It does not. I just I just liked it. I just I, I did I did enjoy it a lot. I enjoyed the season. I felt like there was a little bit too much flashback. Um, simply be, especially in that fourth episode in Okinawa, I felt like that was a filler. But I felt like there was almost a little bit too much of the flashback that I felt was kind of pandering to the '80s audience. I didn't feel like if I was watching this with fresh eyes and I hadn't seen. The movies that I needed all of it. I needed some of it. I definitely needed some of it. But I felt like a lot of it could have been explained away. I felt like a lot of the flashbacks were just pandering to the 80s audience. But I felt like the story developed well. I felt like I, I liked the ending. I'm ready for another season. Whereas at the beginning of it, I, it was a little slow moving for me. But then as it picked up. Amy was hating on it in the beginning for sure. I was. I was. I was like, I don't know that I can watch this whole thing. Like, this is too much. (laughs) Um, Or this is not enough, I guess. It it just didn't feel like enough story for me. But then it picked up, and I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good season. A good season. What you said about it pandering to the 80s, like, I love that about it. I love the callbacks. I I love seeing the flashbacks. I love the backstory. Like, I... It makes me – it gives you that nostalgic feeling, and I, I like that about this show. And, and I like – someone was just saying it. It's like, it's cool if they could do this with, like, another show for another movies from, like, the 80s and see, well, what happens Ooh, next. what would you want to see? Weird science. Ooh. <laughs> that yeah, is a no. good movie. I mean, we're yeah. getting a Top Gun movie, right? So uh, Yes, we are. You know, it's funny. I was never a Top Gun fan, though. Oh, I, I know it Top seems Gun. crazy. I just wasn't. I don't know why. Neither do I. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, don't. I don't I know. Don't, I, I, can't I can't explain ex- that. I can't really either, unfortunately. <laughs> all right, all so right. thumbs up all around on Cobra Kai. Yeah, 100%. 100%. That was a, a deep dive on an episode, on a series for sure. Mm-hmm. But we still got to do our favorite part. My favorite part. My favorite part. Talking about what we're watching. Right? All right well, okay, go Would you ahead. want to go first? I will go first. Disenchantment, season three. I like it. It's from The Simpsons, right? It's that fantasy one. I like it. Okay. Um, and, and here's the other thing. This one I, I'm on the fence about because it's caught so much hate, um, the Winx saga. And it's caught a lot of hate from people that are all about Winx, right? It's a manga, and, and people are all in. I'm looking at it from the non-Winx side of it, and I'm kind of interested in it. Um... I'm kind of interested in it. Again, I'm keeping my my Netflixing light, so I would say if I can get through both of those in two weeks, it's a win for me at this point. Uh, you know, the outside wire does look interesting. My guess is I won't get to it. And Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, I'm gonna want to get to it, but I doubt I will. 
and Kiroko's basketball, I definitely want to uh, watch, but I don't know if I'll get to that one either. Okay. All right. Diego, what about you? I got Fate the Wink Saga. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm just literally talking about. <laughs> yep, I know, but I'm. I, okay. that's, I'm, I'm you just had to pronounce it again, just yeah. you know, just okay. just to, just to throw it you, out you, there. You, you you made it sound like it just had never been talked about. It was this new thing you just found out about. No, that's no, 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 no. all. I'm just going through my list, man. I'm going. To, okay. I, I still am upset that Netflix doesn't put these in like date order. Yep. Right. But whatever. I digress. Night Stalker, the hunt for a serial killer. That looks real cool. I like those serial killer kind of things. New season of Carmen San Diego comes out Friday, so I'll definitely be checking out that with the little man. You already said Jurassic Park, Disenchantment. I'm definitely going to pass on. And then Spycraft comes out January 20th about spies. And the last one is We Are the Brooklyn Saints about uh, Brooklyn Youth Football Program and its coach. So that's what I got. Will I get to all of it? We'll see. Um, I'm going to check out The History of Swear Words. Uh, which I know is out already, and Pieces of a Woman, which is also out already. And I'm looking at uh, Winks and maybe Carmen Sandiego. Again, I haven't, you know, I watched, I spent so much time, like, watching Cobra Kai and taking notes and trying to just really pay super close attention that I feel like I may have missed some things. There's some stuff that's coming out later in February that I won't mention now that I'm a little bit more interested in. Yeah, like Fire I would Fight agree. Lane and things like that, so... We'll, uh, we'll Kid definitely Cosmic. talk about those as we go. Yeah, Kid Cosmic in February. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. All right. I think that's it. That's it? I think that so. All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this new deep dive into a show. We'll have another show hopefully for the next episode. You guys enjoyed it? What, what do you guys think about the deep dive? We're good? Me personally? Yeah. I think it was it was good. I felt like I was a, I felt less rushed, and also like fresher about remembering a show since I hadn't watched eight million of them. <laughs> um, but I, I think, like I said, it will it will definitely depend on you know how everything goes to see what we continue doing. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed Cobra Kai as much as we did. And we will catch you on the next episode. As always, check us out on Facebook, iTunes, leave a review, comment, suggestion, whatever you got for us, let us know. And we will see you next time. Just a disclaimer here. No members of the Boomtron podcast are employed by Netflix, nor do they have any business ties with the Netflix Corporation. This podcast for entertainment purposes only and all Netflix news and information that is shared is simply what these three yahoos found online.